0: Good evening, you are listening to Three Moves Ahead, and I'm your host, Rob Zachney. Joining me tonight is our pretty much regular panelist, Fraser Brown. Fraser, welcome to the show. Hello. We also welcome back another increasingly regular panelist, uh, freelance writer, Rowan Kaiser. Good morning. And we also welcome back our buddy from Gamers with Jobs, Sean Elysium-Sands. Sean, welcome to the show. Hey. thanks for having me on. So tonight we're going to be talking about the city builder. Uh, there's, there's only one in the world right now, apparently, according to the <laughs> internet. Uh, we're going to be talking about Colossal Orders Cities Skylines, uh, which is sort of a descendant to their line of transit sims, Cities in Motion, uh, but now they've gotten rid of all that boring bus line and, and uh, you know, tram line management stuff. Though not completely, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, they've gotten, they've shifted focus from city municipal transit to building a city. Uh, so we're going to talk about what appears to be the, you know, proper heir to the SimCity line, and uh, whether or not that billing does it justice. Uh, so, Sean, why don't we uh, start with you? Because uh, I think you've been sinking quite a bit of time into the game, and uh, judging from your Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's been a rough ride for some of your citizens, at least, Uh, but how are you liking the game? Um, I mean, it's it's, it's good that I'm not elected
1: in the game, because we would have gone (laughs) through several iterations at this point. Um, It's funny, I was actually just writing up my review for it today, uh, and um, as I was writing it, I began by telling the story of my unfortunate attempts to place a dam in in and way too close to my city, um, <laughs> and I ended up actually writing almost the entire review around that story because I think it encapsulates really well why I love this game so much. Which is that um, first of all, it does unexpected things; it provides you unexpected opportunities um, to to kind of discover. And it, and it you know, while it is sort of that heir to the Sim City throne, there are these really important distinctions that 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 city skylines does that kind of turn you and make you think about actually organizing and managing your city in a different way. And I love that. The other thing I love about it is it, it has this sense of playfulness and fun. And, you know, there was, I, I I found again and again that I was kind of building these narratives into my city in a way that I hadn't with a lot of other city builders. Um, But finally, uh, I, I think too, it's it's sort of one, uh, you know, not one, but one one of its missteps for me is it also is lacking at times with really telling you all the information you need to know, uh, and you know, for example, I did not know that it was simulating the water physics so correctly, and I did not know that you know that that it could literally turn the flow of water uh, across a major intersection into an entire residential area, but. It also, and sort of finally to his credit, while it doesn't tell you everything, it lets you discover those things in a really interesting way and doesn't cripple you as a result. I was actually able to get my city back in order. So this one sort of story sort of encapsulates my entire experience with it, which is on the whole, extremely positive. Well, I guess we're done here.
0: Okay, good, <laughs> good show. Hi. everybody. That's for the two moves ahead, and we'll be back next week with uh,
1: some kind of war game. This is why I'm not allowed on the show more often. No. I understand now.
0: Well, okay, so <laughs> Rowan, um, you know, why don't we pass the uh, why don't we put past the conch to you? Uh, and I, I, yeah, you know, I wanted to get your take because before this game came out, we were talking about it at Paradox Con in uh, Stockholm. Uh, you were you're kind of over this entire genre, the concept of the godlike city builder you just start smacking buildings down in the middle of nowhere and create a large western city from nothing uh is that is that feeling persisted after launch
2: i mean the feeling is still there i really like the game but i kind of they're kind of like hold it off uh at uh maybe not arm's length but wrist length a little bit because of that it's uh it's weird to kind of figure out what the focus of, what my, like, sort of problem-solving focus is while playing the game. So, um, in a game that has, like, uh, you know, a, a Banished or a, an Anno game or whatever that has, like, very specific kind of spaces in it that your workers move around and they have to deliver specific things and you have to try to make sure all those routes work or going back to the old Caesar games or whatever like I have a feel like here are the problems that I should be trying to fix directly here where these kind of games kind of abstract it and it's a really neat uh kind of adorable abstracted builder and I really like it for that but I I do still kind of feel that it's it's not quite exactly what I want I it, I'm not exactly sure where the, the sort of locus of challenge is in this game.
0: Fraser, um, that's actually a question I was wrestling with a bit myself, is that my first impressions of this game, I had this uh, sinking feeling that like a bit like SimCity, the most recent SimCity, this was a game where you could sort of take your hands off the wheel and everything would be pretty much fine. And I, uh, There were times I had trouble figuring out where the challenge was myself, or at least what I was supposed to be uh, concerning myself with uh you know did, did you, like how do you respond to that like do, do you think like like you identified what the what the problems you're supposed to be solving really are in in city skylines, and does the game actually like hold you accountable for them
3: well, a conversation I actually had with you uh while I was uh reviewing the game um and it's something that was inspired by my experiences with the dreadful cities x x l um, mm. was that i I was like you concerned that as in depth as you can get into managing and building this these cities, what if you just take your hands off the wheel? Will it all, you know, go buggered up, or or will it actually just kind of flow nicely, and you start realizing that you're not really very important as a mayor, and all these citizens can get on with their lives without your interference? So I actually did a little experiment where I started up a new city, uh, mega city. And I had it running for the night and I basically just, I didn't give a shit about it. I just put down buildings wherever I felt. If they were running out of water, I didn't necessarily build more water pumps for another 20 minutes. If there were places where there was no electricity, I just left them to it. Um, I just ignored it really. I kind of kept adding to it so the city would grow and develop. But otherwise I wasn't managing it. Um, And everyone left. Um, and And did so in a very kind of natural way where they realized there was a problem, like they weren't getting clean water, and they didn't automatically just up sticks and bugger off to a new town. Because when you've got a city-wide blackout, you don't suddenly go, well, that's it, we're moving house. Uh, you wait, and if there's no electricity after maybe a week, then maybe you do consider moving to a new city. So it kind of takes a while for problems to mount up to the point where there's an actual crisis. Um, and then after that point, I wanted to see if I could kind of bring it back from the edge, um, which was very, very difficult. But And, and I, you have to take it so slowly because it's almost like you're just on a seesaw of taxes. You raise the taxes a little bit so you can have more money because you've lost all that money because all of these taxpayers have fled. So you raise it up a little bit and start making small improvements and then people will, will come in and you'll get a little bit of money, but then they'll start to leave because the taxes are really high. So you put it back down again and you go back into debt and it's just like, edging towards prosperity very, very, very slowly. I think it took me like 50 years to get the city back on track. <laughs> um, but the the joy was in finding that I could honestly completely destroy my city, not through these sorts of big, spectacular Godzilla and UFO-type city uh, disasters, but just through plain mismanagement. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, you still have these cataclysmic... Disasters like the the, the, uh, the poor placement of a dam that happened to me as well uh, I flooded my beautiful like row of skyscrapers by the coast. Uh, everyone <laughs> just left and actually at the um uh, when I was at the the preview uh, the at paradox convention um I basically uh, made sure that all of my people were eating shit and bathing in shit because I <laughs> I put my water pump downstream of the sewage pipes um, on purpose just to see if that would have an impact. And it did. They got really sick. They started to die. The survivors fled. I basically created a plague. Um, so that it allows you to cock up on such a massive scale was uh, a delightful discovery. Um, so yeah, I don't think it does suffer from some of the same problems as, say, Cities XXL or or, or SimCity when it comes to uh, posing a challenge that can potentially get the better of you. But it is always a, it's always on your side. The game it always gives you a way yeah, to dig yeah. yourself out of that hole.
2: So this is this is like how I would prefer to play the game. Is like if it had a Rust Belt simulator where you know <laughs> I got a small coal former coal town and had to try to bring it back up. Like, that seems more interesting to me, especially if the people had a little more stubbornness and, oh, you del- I deleted their house and, you know, I can build whatever I want now. If I had to, like, interact with it at a level that kind of forced me to make difficult decisions about what to keep and what to go with, I think that's a very specific kind of um, focus of the challenge. That, so you want, uh,
3: you want scenarios, basically, rather than just a complete, an, a complete sandbox. You want more... Got guidance, but, like, set challenges. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, so, I mean not to jump all over you, Rome, but also, because this is something that occurs to me, the godlike power you have as mayor becomes a little bit... Sometimes I actually want to be a mayor, and not the god mayor, <laughs> but just a mayor yeah. mayor, and <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes I don't want it to be, like, well... Sure screwed up that industrial district, and I want that to be a problem that I have to solve rather than – and usually I do, but that's just me trying to be, like, elegant in my solution because if I've got a lot of money in the bank, I can just blow everything away with a bulldozer and start again, no problem. Uh, the problem is solved now because I completely erased the, uh, the mistakes I made because there's no, there's no like inertia like there would be with a real city. It's just, you know, if you have money to dig your way out of the hole, uh, you can look upon your works, your colossal screw ups and be like, eh, we'll just try to do that again. And suddenly Detroit is reborn
3: as Silicon Valley. Well, that's the the thing with it being both a city builder and a city management game with a city builder, it's more sandboxy, and you just want to create this really cool city and you don't want to be limited by punishments and the challenge of the game, but with the planning you want you do want that challenge. I think they've maybe found quite close to a happy medium with that um although i i kind of I can understand why you would want of greater challenges and not just to be able to bulldoze a whole district and not have to worry about it
2: yeah like um it's less that i want scenarios and more like um you know how some versions of tetris have a thing where you can just have it like stacked with random blocks like x mm. lines high so you just sort of start with something to work with mm-hmm. as opposed to a blank slate um yeah so some sort of randomized thing like that with a little bit of inertia as rob says so i've it's uh um so it's it's like the thing that I keep coming back to as like the challenge I feel that I need to solve in my cities is traffic. I haven't actually had yeah. issues where traffic seems to cause anything to be bad, but oh I like, have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: big time
2: i mean I, I see I click on things and I see like the bright red marks where traffic is bad, and it's like, okay, I want to fix this, but it's not like I'm having. You know, I, I haven't got to a point where like my city cannot continue because the traffic is so bad. It's not, it's not like getting in my way in any way, except oh. that I don't like
0: that bit on the map. I want to jump um, onto that actually a little bit because I thought that was kind of what was happening with the game, but now I'm not so sure. Um, <clears throat> because, so in my in my primary city, for a long time, it sort of seemed like. If things were not optimal, things would continue to work pretty well. People were still coming into the city. Hell, they still are. Uh, Businesses all seemed to grow pretty much automatically. Like, like it just, it didn't seem like, I could see that traffic was all screwed up. I could see that, like, there were backups, like, you know, two miles down the highway, whatever. I could see that there were all these little problems in the city, and my transit system basically had never been repaired since I rezoned around the existing bus lines. (laughs) They were all just, like, jacked up. Uh, But I I kind of let all these issues go. And there is sort of a delayed feedback in this game. And I think part of it is the game trying to give you time to get your stuff together, like the way Fraser pointed out. Like, it doesn't want to just immediately slap you down. There is a little bit of inertia in terms of problems, like like problems developing because of decisions you made. But I noticed, uh, you know, after probably months of game time, letting these things go like traffic being really bad at a few main, main thoroughfares uh some districts being incredibly isolated and um this one district i'd made of like super residential housing that was really cool and it was like the city by the bay and it was gorgeous and there was nothing there, there was there was no unsightly industry or service buildings nearby to trouble my uh my Eloy's uh, lovely existence <laughs> in in the sky um then my city kind of just it didn't go to crap but it just kind of started to stall out like I had an entire industrial neighborhood kind of just like it was one business would start and then shortly thereafter it was just churn they were they were they were starting and then they were failing as quickly as you know one popped up the other was gone um City, like, houses started being abandoned because, like, uh, corpse pickup got really bad in the uh, really densely <laughs> mm-hmm. packed neighborhoods. Uh, trash collection got uh, increasingly spotty in, in places. Uh, because while there were things that were easy to provide, like water and electricity, those traffic problems that I had kind of ignored had actually created this snowball that I was ha- that I really had to start working hard to, to get out of uh, to, to stop it rolling down the hill. Because what had happened was... Um, like, the traffic problems, for instance, like, all the, all the goods your factories ship out have to be physically put on a truck and driven out of town. And if the truck can't make its rounds, the, 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 the deliveries don't get made. Like, I think at a certain point the order is canceled and the truck disappears from the existence. Like, I've seen this happen. Like, a, tru- mm-hmm. a truck sits in traffic long enough and then it's just gone. Because I probably because the business it was going to folded while it was sitting there. Uh, and, and so I hit this point where, like, you could see all these pallets, like, stacked up by my factories uh, as this, like, convoy of, like, trucks crawled through my town. Um, you could see, like, the hearses and garbage trucks just, like, you know, stop and go traffic trying to make calls. And then... They've got a limit capacity, so then they've got to drive back through the same traffic snarl, and my citizens are generating, well, generating garbage and corpses faster than my uh, facilities could could handle the problem. And so it was one of those things where it was like, it had happened really slowly and really gently, but my city had definitely sort of capped out in terms of what it was capable of doing um, with the existing districts. Uh and the way the city was laid out. Now, admittedly, you can actually... Now, being able to sprawl in this game covers a multitude of sins. Like, if you can have a complete Mm -hmm. train wreck of a district and expand elsewhere, and people will continue flooding in to the new desirable locations. But my old locations had definitely, like... Uh, you know, I had an elementary school burned down. Like, there were a bunch of kids in an elementary school, and the <laughs> building just burned down in downtown, like six blocks away from a fire station, because nobody could get there because of traffic. So it was all these little things, that, like these little signs of the way my city was just going to hell. Um, not in a super dramatic, like SimCity, suddenly everyone just vanishes from a district because like the un- their unhappiness value got high. But just all these
3: little, like, cascading little problems that added up to stagnation. I feel I can beat the burning down of your elementary school, Rob. I had no less than four schools with oh. rotting corpses in them.
0: <laughs> and I was, getting, like,
3: I was getting like Twitter alerts from school children saying things like, oh, it, it, what's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> and all this other terrible stuff. Because I'd foolishly tried to create a bunch of elaborate... Like off ramps and roundabouts and elevated roads, which looked beautiful, but it meant that all the hearses and stuff were just driving around like miles and miles to get anywhere. Well, we'll, we'll talk uh, so, about the
0: traffic it, management thing because you know well, you can take this the this, uh, the uh, the transit managers out of the transit management genre, but when it, when they <laughs> when they build a city builder, it turns out you can tell what they they still no. have a passion.
1: Yeah, uh, no, that's exactly kind of. What I was thinking, I mean, I think you, you can't kind of disconnect those ideas because one of my one of my thoughts for am I still going to be playing this in two months is ultimately, particularly, the more your city grows, the more every problem sort of reduces down to a traffic question. Um, you know, whether you know whether that's you know how you're managing your garbage or how you're managing your uh, population of people dying or fire, everything ultimately reduces down to that that sort of core central issue which is interesting to me at least because that's you know that's a major consideration for you know a city but i think when i'm thinking about um what we were talking about earlier like where's where's the other kernels where's the other kind of twists in there where's that sort of management problem solving part of it uh you know if you have money money solves all problems by fixing roads because traffic solves
3: all problems but I think that you you can have all the money in the world and if you have built a terrible road network, uh and you might be able to buy a new one and build a new one, but it's going to be a massive feat and you might fuck oh, yeah. it up even more. So I mean I, I totally agree that like you can have so much money that you can just fix anything, but it's the process process of fixing it. Like how long is that gonna take and how much work are you going to have to put in to fixing it? Um and I feel like that still creates a very compelling challenge. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, that, I find they're the
1: good road... at this stuff. I love these kind. I mean, I, I I love traffic management games anyway. So it's sort of a yeah. win-win for me. But I can see how I can see how you could approach it and and come at it from the angle of okay, great, that's cool. Where's the rest of it? So mm. and, and but but again, I feel like you know there's there. I feel like it's not like crippling the game. I think it's just sort of setting the game in the right context so that you understand what beast you're playing with
3: here. I still think there's some nuance in things like the districts though and the um uh the policies that you can create for these districts and just kind of Mm -hmm. building these um kind of finely crafted areas that cater to specific groups of people and have specific services um and i think that's where the management stuff really shines and that is i mean you can obviously make policies and things within districts that regulate traffic um Mm -hmm but those the the big decisions at the district level are more about kind of fulfilling the needs of people and industry and commerce rather than just how am i going to lay out this road so everything gets to where it needs to be quickly let, let me let me pull the camera back
0: a little bit every city builder is like about different aspects of cities right like if you look at the um uh, like the the anno series for instance it, it's kind of this this process of like scaffolding up your city until you have like the most desirable people living there the highest you know the the high the highest skilled workers uh, the 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 happiest aristocrats uh, the most prestige but it's all about satisfying these needs and sort of building the sum well scaffolding is a good word for it because you know you start you start broad at the bottom and slowly work your way up so that all these uh, increasingly advanced citizen types that their needs are being met if you look at the old uh, like impressions games they're really kind of about like route management right like it, like creating these little like warrens of of housing and business uh, so that your idiotic pathfinding AI couldn't screw it up like that the Praetorian will actually walk the goddamn patrol route he needs to walk uh, and stop ignoring the burnings building down 100 feet away so all these, all these city builders are, are about different things and if with, uh, sim city i suppose was about building a sort of vacant facsimile of the bay area perhaps uh that you saw for some reason had to be online to play uh so what's what's this one about what's, what what like what like i'm curious as you guys have been playing this what's what's driving you forward here what, what's what's your goal and what's and what do you think the game yeah. wants your goal to be so I'll,
1: I'll kind of take a stab at it because one of the things that I'm finding I'm playing towards, um, and it, it's actually sort of evolving as my own city evolves, is I guess I'd call it elegance. Um, like the more that I dive into it, the more I sort of become almost obsessed with the the, the, the little things. And, and yeah, traffic's definitely part of that. But just having a city that sort of flows naturally and is visually appealing and has, uh, you know, is organized into districts that make sense next to each other. Those are the sorts of things, at least for me, that are kind of plunging me forward. Like, I've gotten past that level of, okay, I just want to build a city until I got a really big city. Like, I've I've got a pretty big city. It's not huge by any means but it's it 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 feels nice and sprawling and then i I think pulling back the camera is a great kind of way of doing it because i remember at one point i just sort of scrolled out to look at it for a second you know to appreciate the manifestation of this this sort of this this city i had willed into life and i scrolled back (laughs) and i went ew what did what is up with that interchange who did that you're a terrible <laughs> person. And like I spent it was funny because my 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 12 year old was in here and he was watching me because he was intrigued by it. And I started playing with this like interchange and just trying to get the curves just right and like make sure they all hooked up. And he's just like, Dad, Dad, it doesn't have to be perfect. Dad, stop, stop playing with the roads. I'm like, I can't do it. It has to be perfect now. Um, and that's what the past like five or six hours has all been about for me.
2: <laughs> I like and- that idea i think it sort of goes to what i think i would want from the game is that i need to find one of those uh downloadable uh map things that is like a place that i know Mm -hmm. um so the last time i looked they had like boston which i've never been to sorry rob um and uh you know like stockholm or whatever which i've gone to once but if there's a bay area one or even like a new york one which i've been to for two days but uh like just something where the geography kind of has an existence beyond like here's a generic map. I think that that would kind of mm-hmm. give me a sort of narrative story to try to construct an elegant city. I like that phrasing um, within a sort of existing narrative of how can I build this to, I don't know, be better or be like, or whatever the the cities that I want it to be like. Um, I do think that the, the, The generic maps available at the start are, if not necessarily limiting, they're somewhat uninspiring.
3: They're very boring. Mm -hmm. That's how I describe them in my review. They're just really bland. (laughs) They don't have many striking aspects, like... You know, like as much as I, I think that um, SimCity uh, 2013 one is, is absolute shite, um, I think that they had some really pretty maps and some really kind of inspiring areas. And Cities XXL was the same as well. I remember there's, there's one map which is simply just, and it's huge, is just a giant ancient crater surrounded by like rainforest. Um, and that's such an interesting place to build. Um, but the thing about Skylines is that it's got a map editor. And I think, you yeah. know, we're going to see a lot mm-hmm. more uh, diverse maps for people to play with. Well, we already are, to be honest. Well, yeah. 18
0: brought out Venice the other day. It's not Venice, it's Venice, which actually <laughs> looking at it, it was really exciting because it's like, well, that's going to be a freaking nightmare to build a city out of. And no yeah. sooner did I see him, this, like, craptastic archipelago... <laughs> then I was thinking, like, well, okay, I think if I oriented my business, and immediately I'm off to the races, you know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking about, like, how I'd lay it out and how it would expand. Uh, so, so, yeah, I think, like, definitely the, the starting maps are a little bland. And um, maps with, yeah, that little that little added character and, and built baked-in challenge would go a long way to helping the game.
2: It's interesting that they are so bland because there's no reason for them not to have, like, real maps included in the game. Like, with The uh, the Last Sim City, the stupid online thing meant that, like, everyone had to be a different part of the thing and whatever. And, like, so those had to be kind of generic. But there's no reason they couldn't have included, you know, San Francisco and Tokyo and London and New York and all of those. Um, I but...
3: have a theory that it's because they weren't able to put things like um, tunnels in at launch. Um, and generally, you've got like most modern cities rely on tunneling uh, and putting roads underground and through the landscape. And at this point, and it's it's going to be changed, they're going to add uh, tunnels. But at this point, there aren't any. So I think that if they had designed these maybe more elaborate more uh, realistic maps then players would kind of come up against some issues because they didn't wouldn't have the kind of tools to take advantage of it that's just a, it's completely a theory um but it would kind of make sense i think yeah i can i can definitely see that so i still like i
0: like i still i still want to come back to that the question though like what is like? What's the what's the goal that drives you on? Because like for me, what I'm finding is um, like I'm building this city, but I think like Sean, for me, increasingly, it's about maybe going for elegance, but really elegance for me at this point just makes means like have a good traffic flow. Like I've become really, really, really obsessed. About the flow of traffic in my city, to so the point where like there are times it's not even that big a deal, but at the same time i I also feel like maybe I don't have a strong feeling for why I give a damn about my city, like I'm seeing things level up like it's cool to see slightly taller buildings and everything uh it, it's cool to unlock the higher density housing and commercial zones, but there's i would not say there's a strong character to your city even after you dedicate certain industrial zones to special types of industry like you know you can be an oil boom town in one you know uh in one part of the city and a you know farmland in another part of the city when i look at when i look at the city itself there there's just not a lot of there there's just there's just not a lot of character to it, i guess the only way to put it and, and that that includes like the, the the problems that propagate like i have never had a failed neighborhood in the city like that's i've had neighborhoods that don't grow much but i've never had like true like urban decay and blight pop up like if a residential one zone like never tears up like people are still not educated they can't find a good job um it's just kind of this dead end district there's no sign that that's in any way problematic there's there's no sign that like hey You've screwed up here and, and these people are, are kind are kind of getting screwed in your city. It's just kinda of it, it, it it's just a matter of okay, they're they're kind of living in the lower tier houses and we'll see if the rising tide floats them eventually, but but there's no but there's no sense of like urgency or, or goal uh when when I when I sort of look at the people and businesses working
3: in my city. See my experience has been entirely different from that. But I think it's because for me the game is all about experimenting. Um, I kind of just look at these expansive maps, and you can uh, like a single plot is what about the size of a SimCity city, and there are nine of them. And actually, I think someone's already made a mod so that you can unlock like thirty. Um, although God knows if that would actually work. On right, PC they locked without... <laughs> it because there was a hardware limitation, right? Yeah, exactly. So I think some people will be able to to take advantage of the. Uh, the unlock mod. I doubt I'll be able to. But still, the nine plots that you and you get a lot of them quite quickly. It's every time you hit a milestone, and the first milestones are really low. Like it's like get up to like four hundred and twenty people, and you unlock a whole new plot of land. Even though you've only like filled in maybe one twentieth of your like <laughs> existing plot. Um, But I just look at it and I see all of the things that I could do all of the different towns like and I think to myself like do I want to build a, a massive metropolis that covers all nine of these plots eventually or do I want to dedicate one plot to this like giant towering urban center while the rest of them are little towns and villages or maybe even other cities connected to it with specializations do I want to create a farming community. Um, right now I want to create a Soviet city because some uh, some lovely modder has uh, put a bunch of Soviet-era Russian buildings <laughs> on the Steam Workshop, including like a statue of Lenin and uh, Soviet hospitals and things like that. Um, and there's also, I think, an, an Orthodox church as well. And it's kind of like, I feel like now I can start adding, because I, I do agree about the, maybe the lack of character that you mentioned rob i don't even know if it's like a lack of character but it's a, it's very much set in one kind of it's a very um the cities are all look look kind of clean and progressive and slightly sci-fi and i want something with maybe a little bit more history to it with some maybe some like classical architecture or whatnot So adding these mods in, I can kind of create this completely different city. and it's So it's all about experimenting and and kind of trying to... And also to see if I can break the game, like I did when I fed people shit. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I just kind of don my lab coat on and and see what I can set fire to or what lives I can ruin for my amusement.
2: You know, the the aesthetics kind of look like an 80s kind of play school or Lego or something (laughs) like that, which I think is... It's a really neat little aesthetic, but it does... It is kind of... Um, repetitive, so I'm glad that there are modders out there who are uh, adding adding our our, our Soviet overlords uh, <laughs> proper proper yeah. aesthetics for the masses.
3: I actually found one that changes the color of wind turbines. Um, now th- th- it's I random. It's random, unfortunately, so what I do is, with my new Russian or my new (laughs) Soviet city, um, I click on it, and if it's not, if it's blue, I delete, if it's black, I delete, if it's white, I delete, if it's red, boom, there we go. So I just have red wind turbines (laughs) everywhere. It
2: also, like, doubles the amount of... Energy the wind turbines put out, which is a little yes. a little game breaking.
3: Yeah, that's, yes. right. yes. uh, that's why you're experimenting.
1: Yeah, no, I I don't think we can, and, and we've mentioned it several times, but it's so critical to I think the the. The identity of this game is the Steam Workshop integration, is the mod Mm. support, and the very, very active, very accessible tools within the game both to create and to apply. It's, I mean, it's right there integrated into the main menu, and I think in the long run, one of the things it's going to make is this game is going to just kind of increase and become better and be able and in a position to address the kinds of issues we're talking about through a really, really, what seems like a fairly sophisticated um, mod support. On the whole, I would say, kind of getting back to that that idea we were talking about a minute ago of, of individuals within the city, As as the release version, I don't think this is about the people in your city at all ultimately your city is the character and its moods and sort of turns and 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 approaches is is your is what you're worried about i think of it in contrast to something like sim city which again i'm in total agreement problematic from the ground up but i remember playing that even like when you'd lay you know you'd lay a power system down it would send out those pulses of energy that would sort of flow through your city it was sort of simulating these constant micro identities in the city not just in people but in in traffic in power in water it was kind of having something experience the layout that you'd created sim or city skyline is much more sort of just like looking at the matrix as a whole you know scaling in front of you it's it's everything is sort of reduced down to some conceptual ideas but you can't really go get personal in 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 any moment it's just sort of how your city is manipulating itself now again i think that's something that potentially more and more sort of uh mods or add-ons or steam workshop maybe you know maybe they can uh, you know who knows what we're going to see in the long run with that stuff but um for now i I, I think it just doesn't have that same sort of uh micro you know close-up identity so
2: um when we were at when we were at pdxcon and played it i think it was slightly different in that when you got the level up to uh be able to buy a new plot of land. Um, it didn't give you any money. Whereas mm. in this, you get enough money to buy that plot of land right away, even if you never anywhere near using it. Um, and I think that that sort of gave it a little bit more of a progression emphasis, where it was like, okay, now I have to earn the money to use this, or I can wait on this until I'm ready to use it. Um, which uh, I think that it, it might have been a little better that way. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely can get behind that because at this point mm-hmm. i think i've got two or three plots that i just like haven't even bothered buying yet like i've got the expansion slots and i'm not using them because i'm still filling my uh core uh four and just start expanding up into a fifth so yeah i can i definitely get that because yes playing at a pdx con there was that you you'd hit the next tier but you couldn't necessarily just start going expanding elsewhere, which often meant you had to make the most of what you had, which involves some city management stuff that uh, now is a little more optional.
3: I am, I'm not 100% sure if that was the case. I mean, I, I, I kind of felt that they were... Because the price of the land was still really cheap. So it's not difficult to have at the beginning, like 2,000 skyline bucks or whatever they are um, to buy a new plot of land. The the land is cheaper than, say, like a medical center. Um, So even though maybe it did make it a tiny bit more challenging in that you didn't get that kind of big boost in money, um, you were still, I mean, everyone that got to that population level, I think, when we were playing the demo, unlocked their plot of land. Um, So I'm not sure if it creates that much more of a challenge.
2: I don't know i i felt like i had to work for it when that happened in the in the demo and i have not had to work for it in the two or three cities I've made sense so it maybe it was just uh, an incorrect feeling at the
3: time there were there are definitely i think some changes that have been made that make it a little bit easier though i mean i i'm sure that they've changed the way that commercial uh zones work because back in, when we played the the demo um i was noticing that if you built kind of not large but like areas of kind of commercial zones are quite close together and there's quite a few buildings that even though there was a demand for commercial um some of these buildings were getting abandoned and i was told that the reason they're getting abandoned was again because of the road basically people are passing what they need before they get to the last rows of shops so basically those shops are going out of business because people didn't need to go to them Hmm. even though they maybe wanted more shops. Um, and it was just about the shops not having a great kind of traffic fall, and st- uh, or footfall, rather. Um, and I have not noticed anything like that in the, uh, the finished version. Um, I don't really... I mean, commercial seems to be the one place that I never have any problems other than all the corpses in shops
1: well yeah there's that <laughs> <laughs> have
2: you guys figured out what the high density stuff does other than just having more like does it have a different kind of person there does it i like i don't i don't see why you would use the low density stuff once you unlock the high uh, density stuff I unless you're I, specifically trying i
0: think yeah, i can answer that because high density okay. is a
2: bitch to support
0: because uh, like the problem I'm running into with high density, because because I did like the moment I got all the high density stuff, I was like, well, now we're gonna build Manhattan to hell with everything else, <laughs> uh, and so I basically just started cramming uh, my city into these high district areas, high density district areas, and uh, the problem I've run into is that. I guess my traffic game was not strong enough to support uh, high density because my high density neighborhoods have become like the locus for uh, the corpse disposal problems, the garbage problems, (laughs) Uh, pretty much all the sins of poor planning. Uh, the high density areas make you pay first. Like when my high density residential zones by the bay like started, they were like paradise and they leveled up very quickly to the same, uh, is the highest, the highest level, um, low density areas that were also else elsewhere in my city. But then I started to have like cascading failures as like one building after another had corpses that weren't getting picked up. Uh, garbage trucks weren't getting there. And uh, yeah, just mainly because they just impose such a greater stress on your road system that uh, a lot of things that were already tricky elsewhere uh, become a lot trickier if you're really going all in on high density.
3: It's a simple fact that if you've got like one area in the suburbs that has like four people in it and only maybe a couple of cars, and then you've got the same-sized area in the city where there's maybe 100 people living in that. You've got, like, 100 cars. Um, so, yeah, it creates congestion really, really quickly. Let's...
0: Okay, so let's, let's talk about this, because um, we've been dancing around it for a little while. This is still a traffic game, isn't it? Like, it's, much. A, it's a city builder, <laughs> but really it's a municipal planning and transit manager. Like... Wait.
1: Which is interesting because of how little control at times you have with that. So, you know, one of the things that's really interesting to me is, um, I mean, like, you, you, you get the buses, and you can build some bus lines, and then it becomes really even hard to just change where those bus lines go much less control their their release or control their their staging in any way um and and a lot of the the kind of traffic simulation stuff is ultimately just again down to is it's not even a traffic management system it's really about a road management system you know more than anything else because because there is none of that fine tuning and i think almost you know i i I wonder if it's almost like no we're not going to go down that road then you know we got called on this but there are, yeah, i mean in the end they're sort of like well what's the pr-? i mean it's it is all about traffic though <laughs> i mean it, it, i mean it is right guys we're just not going to you know give you everything you need to 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 solve your problem
0: right it's like the game is <laughs> sort of winking at you like i'm not saying this game is about traffic <laughs> but i'm just going to point out that no garbage trucks or hearses managed to reach that neighborhood in the last 3 weeks you put well, that, i'm not no. making
3: the connections <laughs> So I would argue that that makes it more of a city management game than uh, than its contemporaries, of which there are very few. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would argue that the like the importance of roads in a city means that it makes sense that they would be so core to the game, and that while you don't maybe have a huge amount of options when it comes to traffic. All traffic is going down these roads. So really by fine-tuning the roads, you're fine-tuning the, the, the flow of traffic and goods and services and things like that. And that's what keeps a city thriving. It's the it's the you know the veins that, that that you know pump everything through the city. And I think by focusing on that, um they've made like one of the best city planning games I've played.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like the some of the like um uh, public transit management like it's really cool to set down those bus lines and you set them down and all the happy faces appear it's like oh yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. i've got the greatest <laughs> bus system in the world i got buses everywhere and i i don't feel like there's enough information or at least i haven't found it perhaps that says i like are these lines working which one of these which of these bus lines are you know causing the most uh decongestion or Increasing congestion is like they have twenty buses spill out and all follow one another. Yeah, um
0: that's so actually Like I,
2: I, I feel like it, if it's going to be about that, then it should have leaned in a little bit. I want to see like each. I want to see a chart with each individual route.
0: Well, so to that, I, I think where I'm really feeling that complaint is, I get no sense for the decongestion. Like I'm putting these routes down. Like admittedly, this is. Partly because I'm employing mass transit when situations have become critical. Like, I'm looking at my transit map, and it's all, like, all the roads are turning red with gridlock, and I'm like, I should probably build a train. But, like, so it's all a little bit of emergency management, but I never do get a sense, like... You know, there's that picture that made the rounds uh, months and months, maybe it was years ago at this point on Twitter of like, here's what 50 people in cars looks like on a city street. Here's them on uh, buses, and here's them on a tram or something like that. Here's them on bikes, and here's them on a tram, whatever. Um, and it shows how like those 50 people can take up the entire road in both directions or one little you know compact thing. I never get that feeling playing city skylines like i don't see like i put the bus lines down i put the trains in and I i don't get the feeling like yeah a lot of people are gotten off the road because of this great system i built that's that's not what i feel happening it's just another thing i'm managing but when i click on my buses and trains they're all like jammed to max capacity
3: i think that uh with the trains a lot of it is like i think because trains are for not just uh citizens but tourists to get uh, new people into the city um, but I do th- I agree like that I think it I, I wish I could see the effect of these options more however when you uh, change a road for con- uh, to fix congestion then I think you do if you've done it correctly you do see an instant improvement uh, you can just bring up that um, overlay and you can see the, the, the change in color um, like maybe you've connected your industrial area directly to the highway with an overpass instead of actually having it go down this like four lane road that has been going down for the last 20 years, causing all this congestion. And you can see that impact really quickly. And then you can see through the icons where people are saying they like need more things, like someone needs to pick up my trash. Someone needs to pick up my dead granddad. Um, you can see them quickly kind of like blinking out of existence because now that you fix that road, they're getting the services they need. Um, but it's not as clear when you're using uh, the other transport options like buses.
0: Let's let's talk about how satisfying it is. Um, Rowan, you and I were talking about this the other night. Like I find that when I'm planning the mass transit routes i go on a little mental voyage with my citizens. <laughs> like, just imagining, like... And then I'd ride this bus ride away from my house, and then i transfer here to this main line, uh, and that would take me right past the subway. Mm. And I just think about how relaxing it would be to use my own transit systems, and that's become a big part of city management for me, is, like, man, what would be, what would be the dopest cross-town route I could possibly have in a city like this? Uh, uh, this is
2: yeah i i agree like this is i'm i've been kind of the the negative voice here but i generally like this game it's just that we've sort of been talking about a meta game that i'm mm-hmm. a little unclear or skeptical of um but like a lot of the stuff is satisfying and neat and um, soothing this is a, a very fun game to just kind of zone out to for five hours um But like the transit is especially good at that because it's so simple. You just put these little dots there and everyone's happy. And then it's like, okay, I know how buses work. They all suck where I'm from. Let's see if I can do this better. Uh, And I wish there was a way to see like, am I actually doing this better? Is my, is like, should I have this one route that goes all the way around town and hits everything combined with these shorter ones? Should I have a bunch of medium sized ones and, um, yeah, I, it makes me think that maybe I should be playing Cities in Motion. Um.
0: <laughs> maybe that's, like, the cheat know. sheet for this game. Like, you play Cities in Motion, and, like, suddenly you're like, oh, that's how this works. This was a very no, or-
1: expensive but devious marketing effort. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
2: it's actually been in my Steam library for, like, two years, so. Uh. Well,
0: so what's been crazy is I'm watching stuff like, you know, Quill18 on Twitter. He's a uh, YouTuber mm-hmm. who does strategy videos. Like, watching him, I would say, lose his mind uh, to traffic management and, like, interchange design. Like, his Twitter feed just turned into municipal planning, Um, like, Twitter. Like, it just became, like, just, like, like at first there was context, and, like, Followers were telling him, like, yeah, my uncle does some, like, municipal planning. And, well, here's the here's why you don't want that kind of traffic pattern. And then in the last few days, it's just been, like, contextless tweets of, like, highway off-ramps and, like, traffic circles. And it just, like, and I kind of get it. I kind of get it because they do give you some, like, pre-made interchange designs. But really, if you're going to, like, raise your game in city skylines, you're going to have to start building... Your own like your own special interchanges and ramps and uh, intersections it gets, it gets really weird.
3: I think it, it does make everyone this just giant road nerd. Uh, I don't think it can be helped at all. One thing I find about cities in motion too is like as much as I, I really liked it and I find it really interesting to see how kind of, I could help get people around the city into their jobs and homes, I kind of. I felt like that it was a little bit dry for me um, mm-hmm. and that I wasn't all that interested in traffic, but um, the way I've been obsessively creating like roundabouts, bridges, intersections, highway, off-ramps, I will happily spend an hour just fine-tuning one section of road to maximise its potential and try and alleviate some of the traffic pressure that's crippling my giant city. Um, And I will feel good about it. I won't feel like, oh, crap, I've just wasted an hour on one (laughs) tiny bit of road. I'll be like, yes, that was an hour well spent. Um, like I, I, and when I see the the traffic just kind of uh, thin out and everyone get to their houses and and, oh. and jobs on time, mm-hmm. I just feel great. I'm like, I am a good mayor. Let's plunk down a dam and flood everything. Just the- <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, that actually brings me to the complaint ghetto portion of the program. Um, <laughs> I kind of so wish more stuff. It's, went wrong. it's my time to shine. Yeah, it's called the organized power hour. <laughs> uh i kind of wish more things went wrong like basically i can't trust myself to i can't build my i can't trust myself to screw up a damn placement every game to make things a little more interesting uh and what i'm not saying is like a building burns down yeah but i haven't had like chains of fires happen no matter how badly i've screwed that stuff up uh i haven't had I've I've had, like, corpse removal problems get acute and, like, like buildings level down because of that uh, and occasionally get abandoned. But I'm not having, like, crime waves, for instance, when, like, my city just has no real good police presence and tons of poor people uh, and, like, no jobs. None of that's really happening. And so... Yeah, hell, just a, just a weather event. Like I, I'm, I'm always of two minds about this, and we've done, I think, even a show on like random disasters. But I think that, like, what I sometimes find, like, there's there's maybe just not enough being thrown at me. There's not enough being uh, monkey wrenches being tossed into the works uh, to to keep me on my toes. Usually, the the challenges I'm I'm facing are ones I've created, or I'm just pursuing for my own ends. Well here's here's my take on that
1: because this is this and this goes back to a point I was making earlier which is people only seem to have ex- there is no living in this city there is no identity of you know the the inhabitants of this city people only leave or get mad if something really you know if one of a few small list of things happen there is no situation i mean you were you were talking earlier about that you know kind of picturing the idea of getting up and getting out of your house and you walk the two blocks of the bus and you get on the bus and it takes you to work and you get to work and then maybe you catch the whatever you know the 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 the, the, the tunnel home or something like that That doesn't happen in this game at all. The individuals are sort of incidental statistics rather than any sort of living, you know, kind of breathing sort of entity in the game. Nobody gets mad at you for anything unless it's just, oh, there's a dead person on my lawn for like four days. I guess I'm moving. You know, other than that, there is no there. You don't click on a house, and you know, I kept kind of doing this for the first five or six hours. I'd click on a house, expecting to get some sort of feedback about what the experience of the simulated family living there was, and there's nothing there. They are sort of either at a certain level, they're of a certain education, and they have all their needs met. Um, If you do that, it's a big smiley face, and there's nothing else to it. And and well, you know, again. SimCity had so many problems. It does have that, it does sort of strive for that individual identity of people living in the city and giving that some resonance
3: to you. I hate to be the voice of dissent. I'm joking, I love it. But um, (laughs) I I feel that the the people felt more real to me than they did in SimCity. They weren't as big, silly characters as they were. Uh, in SimCity, that that's for sure but you can watch them go i i name my citizens not all of them because when you get up to like a hundred thousand that's just a lot of work yeah that's that Um. sounds busy (laughs) (laughs) but i'll name houses i'll name cars i'll name animals i'll do it's just i love putting my mark on it but you can just watch them kind of you can watch them going to work do they take the bus do they drive Do they maybe walk to work? Is it close enough? Oh, they are walking to work, but it's not that close. Maybe I should create something like a kind of, you know, a pedestrian thing that will get them there quicker and avoid a bunch of different road crossings. Um, You see them get educated, then get jobs and then start going to their jobs. And then they might have, you know, they might leave home and have a family and... All of these things are not properly simulated in SimCity. Uh, someone sure. will like, you know, th- it's it's a complete illusion in SimCity, but it's maybe just one done um, with a little bit more personality. But whereas in, in um, Skylines, I, I think it's more real. Um, it just doesn't maybe have the same sort of flavor. Because you'll see people just like vanishing and stuff like that in SimCity, or they'll you don't know where they'll live, or like they'll not actually go to work properly and it was so i mean i don't know how it is now but the actual way that the population worked when i was playing SimCity was just atrocious it wasn't simulated at all it, it was, was, just it was giant...
0: built into that system that they all had amnesia they went home yeah. to a different house yep. every night yeah, and exactly. yeah, job every morning totally and true. and i
3: just i think it's like that is a massive massive problem um, and and whereas Skylands just doesn't have that, it's got people who have lives, who have homes and jobs, and they will go to those places. Um, and the the point, Sean that you made about the. Um Like, that you could click on a house and you wouldn't get all that kind of information. I I would like that as one. I'd like little, like, thought bubbles about what they're Mm -hmm. thinking, even if it's inane. But then it strikes me that that's kind of what that god-awful Twitter analogue is. I hate it, and I genuinely ignore it. However, that is an attempt to, like, show what your citizens are thinking. And those things are actually real problems that they're having someone who has a garbage problem will tweet about their garbage problem and these are real people in the city that you can then go and find uh, and you can then someone go to their, their giant their plants watered dump. yes I, we're uh, going to be on vacation for too long someone <laughs> i plan. love
0: like i i kind of really enjoy the the fake twitter because <laughs> Do like, you? If, if you if you ever just tweet like check a like a trending topic on twitter people are just oh my god they tweet yep. like shitheads and it's they do game too. It's like, <laughs> it's, it, it's. I'll give it that. It's, it's so inane. It's perfect.
2: Yeah. And awful. Yeah.
0: It's, <laughs> it, 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 it's great. Hashtag garbage collection, hashtag mayor. Like... The weed
3: puns are the best. <laughs> the, the joint task force and things like that. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, Everyone gets so excited when you allow them to be stoners.
2: So, so going back to your, your point about if not necessarily disasters rob but like stress tests like something that says okay here are my problems and this is they're like they're going to manifest later eventually but right now it's like oh the traffic is causing you know this flood not to be cleaned up or whatever i think that 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 is sort of lacking and that might be why the game doesn't feel as um immediate as it could but, you know, something like the winters and banished, like you have a cycle where your people are going to have to behave differently and you need to sort of account for that in your planning. Whereas this, they're all behaving the same way. And eventually that might add up a little bit. But something that gives you more of a clue um, or messes everything up if you're really that precarious, I think would would be helpful for uh, kind of acting
0: as a, an immediate motivator. So... Last thing I want to mention for my my little complaints is um I wish there were more cultural stuff to, to deal with in this city. Like I wish my citizens like wanted entertainment, but they don't seem to care if it's like put a park up, cool, they get some kind of park. Put a stadium up. Yeah, that's that's good too. But like there doesn't seem there didn't seem to be a whole lot of of differentiation between the various like um you know, entertainment facilities you can put up. And a lot of them are these weird, uh, like, special landmarks that you unlock as, as your city levels up uh, that don't so much do, do anything as, as they just unlock later special special buildings that you can put up. But I wish there was a little bit, and I will say this for SimCity. SimCity understood, like, if you put a, like, stadium up or a huge, like, entertainment arena up, that actually imposed a very difficult test on your city's infrastructure you know what i mean like could you get all the mm-hmm. get all the tourists all the citizens who wanted to go to attend events here uh could you accommodate the surge in traffic did you have enough to to fill that place to capacity for the event, and did ever was everyone able to leave without it turning into a complete uh, traffic snarl? Now it didn't work perfectly in SimCity because uh, basically people didn't know how to pathfind in that game. Uh, everyone would pile into one road uh, and ignore the per, you know four or five other roads that that led to that location. Uh, I guess no like nobody in that world had ways uh, or or whatever, but. In this, I just like I put like put up an opera house or put up a, a stadium, and everyone just sort of seems like yeah, that's that's cool. It just becomes another entertainment building, like you know, no different really than a park, um, which I find just a little bit. It goes it goes that it goes that feeling I get of the city not having a, a ton of character because some of the things that give a city its character you know downtown districts arts districts cultural landmarks that kind of thing uh seems kind of you know uh, half-hearted here it, it feels
2: like uh this is Leslie Knope's city builder
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice everything is parks and everything is you know this sort of generic nice american
3: It is very very much focused on the the, the greatest way to entertain a population is just punk down some grass maybe put a swing in it and everyone's Mm -hmm. like yes! (laughs) Let's go visit the new park they just built I've been to nine parks today
1: guys I mean have you not? Is that not what you guys do? (laughs) Uh, It's
2: going through the mod list uh, a pretty popular segment of the mods are one by one (laughs) parks that do like max happiness (laughs) What like,
0: uh, the people suck! I find yeah, it amazing. It, it, it's I, like
2: that was a Parks and Recreation episode where they built true, the world's tiniest true. park. Like that you was bet. that was uh,
3: actually a thing. I um, I found this. I think it's in the Parks tab when you install it. But it's just it's it's another one by one. I think, and it's just a wall where smoke is coming out of it. It's basically where people go to buy pot and get high. Um, and, you, and it only—it doesn't actually, I think, create any extra happiness other than in that one or two squares that it's in. But I just like plunking it down. Like every, like every so often, I'll be like, "Oh, there's there's no smoke pumps there." I'll pop down a little, a wee wall so someone can hide and have a wee toke. Um, I feel like I'm doing my part just to create some sort of giant stoner city <laughs> and a Soviet city as well. They're gonna collide. It's gonna the be Soviet very interesting. Stoner <laughs> the city, is stoner is... city.
1: <laughs> what kind of world did you live in?
0: <laughs> oh, brilliant. So it seems like we're all having a fun time with the game then. I would I concur am. with that. I, you
1: know, I gotta say, we've you know, we've kind of dived into some things like, yeah, I'd like this or or this. But really, on for me at least, on the scale of City builders, are really, you know, kind of deep simulation games that have come out lately, that are, you know, you know, whether transit or you know, Cities XXL or, or or SimCity, this really is the cream of the crop for me. Like, you you can go in and 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 and. And, and find things that absolutely should be improved, and you know areas for you know for future patches or mod updates or whatever. Um, and I'm looking forward to those things. I'll be I'll be first on board for that. Um, but the 15, 20 or so hours I've put in over the past week have just been you know sort of top to bottom positive. Um, I, I, I'm really I'm really excited about this game. I'm, I'm excited to see. What it evolves into, both from community support and from colossal order, uh, but it's it's really good. I mean, at, at its core, it's just a really good, you know, simulation game.
2: Yeah, we, it's like with SimCity, the last one, like that was clearly a busted game. Like yes. the issues that we had with that are like this does not actually work <laughs> the way it's supposed to work. Whereas City Skylines has a base level of competence. It's at you know the eight out of ten um and there are things that it's possibly even higher than that but like it's at at least that and it's like going in and playing long enough to figure that out and kind of you know working through complaints or criticisms or queries or whatever that are going along with that is part of the like i am learning to decide whether i just like this game or if i really like Mm -hmm. this game so um yeah the the level of criticism on this podcast is more of a i think a um we're engaged with this and we want it to either even be better or be less confused about how it could be better or if it is actually Um, which is overall positive even if it wasn't always words that sounded positive
3: you both put it better than me, so all I'm going to say is that you can flood a city of corpses. So, you know, nine, <laughs> nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. You can flood a city of corpses
0: with poop water.
3: Yeah, exactly. Just shit and, like, flesh floating around and heads bobbing about. Well, it's that'll brilliant. be a great end
0: game for your Soviet stoner city. Um, it'll be like, it'll be we like all knew it was going Chong, to come to LA. this, guys. Yeah, just come visit. It's lovely. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with the game too. It's it's certainly passed the SimCity test of uh, you know, ten, twelve hours and the game doesn't fall apart. Uh so so that's been heartening at least. Uh I do kind of wonder sometimes if I'm gonna be playing it two months down the road, uh, very seriously, because this is kind of a weirdly hypnotic game, but my experience is, in, in my experience with games like this is um eventually sort of the magic wears off and a little sooner than you might expect just because like um you know like i'm building my city right now and building it up i'm not entirely sure how excited i'm going to be about like starting my next city from scratch um i'm I'm kind of like enjoying working through the problems of developing this one city i'm curious what's going to happen after i've sort of maxed this one out now that's a long ways away uh but i but i am i will be interested to see how into this game people are in a couple months
1: yep totally fair
2: I feel like I might wait a couple of months and see what the, if there are like some really interesting looking mod packs, or if there have been patches that have kind of clarified things to really dive in. That might be slightly no, wiser I, for me.
3: I've got like four cities on the go, so I'm not going to be stopping from playing anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh,
0: when when uh, Soviet uh, Potestan finally falls <laughs> apart. Um, You'll you'll have to let us know what the end game looked like there. Uh, But until that day, this has been Three Moves Ahead. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for joining me tonight. Uh, We'll be back next week with um, another topic. Until then, uh, good (laughs) night.